Study Picks Radio. Welcome into Happy Hour. I'm your host, Ricky. We're back from a big holiday break, we'll call it. And I've got an angry co-host, Michelle, with me here today. How you doing, Michelle? I've got some beef with you, Ricky. Hard beef. Your boy Brock Purdy did you dirty last night. It's not my boy, and we're not going to relive it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm going to start with some positives. Okay. We had a Christmas miracle. George Pickens cashes the TD futures bet we had. That, Michelle, was big. Two full units gained on the TD prop. He goes over the yardage prop. Mm Mm-hmm. And he does it with, like, spectacular fashion. You got to love it. He was getting dogged in the media all week. And my man goes out almost 200 yards, two TDs, cashes it in spectacular fashion. Christmas miracle. Love it. Love it. Um, And then let's recap uh, the picks. Does that work for you? Yeah. All right, let's get this pulled up so I can rattle these off for you. Gosh, I can feel your purdy, your purdy pain, Michelle. We're not gonna relive it, but just know I'm I'm sorry about the ticket. Uh Yay. you know what? No, no pain, no foul. I'm fine. <laughs> we move on. So we went six and one with two outright underdogs this week. Yup, yup. So we had two Ravens. We had Ravens plus five and a half, which cashes, and we had Ravens money line. Then we had the Patriots plus six, and we had the Patriots money line, both cash. Big dog. Big dogs. Big dogs. So then we move into the Dolphins minus one and a half. That was a nail biter of a game. You know, I have to say it. Let me hear it. The one and a half, getting it in early, although it was one and a half for most of the week. But a lot of people got twos. Mm-hmm. Steady picks got caught with the two due to the timing. And we got one and a half and cashed. Yes, we did. And then we had the Falcons plus two. That line, Michelle, closed Falcons minus two and a half. Smoked them. Yes. And then we had, which we added a little later, the Saints plus four. It's always the late ad that costs us the sweep. It, it was Big John's parlay last week. It was my Saints plus four this week. But overall, Michelle, plus 21 units on the season, not including any futures. So the George Pickens stuff is not in there. Some other wins, losses. I think we're we're going to be way up, truthfully, or a decent amount up in the, in the futures bets. But plus 21 on straight, uh, our straight spreads and... Um, we're looking good. Lines. Yep. We're looking good. Um, for the steady picks, they go four, zero, and a one push with the Dolphins because I had the minus two. Lendell White, special shout out to him and a late happy birthday. He goes seven and zero oh on wow. the birthday weekend. The Christmas sweep. Christmas birthday sweep. Love that. That's a double positive right there. All right. With that being said. Let's make some money for week 17. 
And there's a game I'm looking at, and I think we should dive into it. I'm looking at the Lions going into the Cowboys Stadium in Texas. They have the Cowboys favorite as a six-and-a-half-point favorite here. And Michelle, it's time to hit the five-hour to explain this one because we are diving into this game. And this is Saturday, right? Saturday, this 8 is Saturday night game. Okay. This Saturday night. And let's just first call it what it is here, Michelle. How are the Cowboys laying six, six and a half points now? What have they shown us over the last two to three weeks, really since the Eagles game, that warrants them being six-point favorites against one of the best teams in the NFC? Can't get there. Don't think these teams are six points apart. I think the Lions' strength on offense, too, Michelle, is, in a way, the weakness of Dallas. Mm -hmm. This team can run the ball with power or with speed. With their two running backs, they have an unbelievable offensive line. Two great tackles on the edges to contain Micah Parsons. It's indoor, so the folding chair, Jared Goff, we don't have to worry about that aspect or that element of the game. Nope, he'll be nice and cozy inside. Lions defense, Michelle, is healthier. They're still right there for the one seed. I mean... We're going to run this shit back the way we did on the Ravens. We're going to go take the six and a half mm -hmm. and the sprinkle on the money line. All right. How and many units do you think? One unit total. Okay. So we'll we'll put 75% of that bet on the six and a half, which is available at points bet. And we're going to take a 230, which is just about the best number. A couple books have it, but at points bet... And 25% uh, of the bet on the money line. All right. We'll lock it in. Do you have any thoughts on this game? I think the Cowboys are not playing their best football. And if it's a matter of they can only play really well at home and in a dome, then it makes me a little nervous. But I think it's time for the Lions. Like, they have a lot of key players. So, mm -hmm. I like it. We're going to lock it in, and I'm going to roll with it, because clearly we're doing something right on this show. All right, lock it in. And let's move it over to the next game. That is a big one, Michelle. Huge game. I personally am very excited for this next game. We have the Baltimore Ravens playing at home against the Miami Dolphins. So our producer should have gone with more of a Baltimore theme here. But we're going with the Dolphins, so maybe not. Wow. Here's the thing. we got a three-point spread here, Michelle. Mm -hmm. I love the Ravens. I mean, we're coming off a Ravens outright prediction. Yeah. But when I look ahead at schedules and look ahead lines, this was one of the games for the Ravens that... I believe they could potentially slip up in, okay? Mm -hmm. This defense is very good on the Ravens, but it's really important to understand one fundamental thing here. You can't teach speed. Yeah. 
And that goes for Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. as a quarterback. You saw what he did. But it also goes for that entire Miami Dolphins offense. You can't catch them. You can't cover them. And the thing that I've kind of realized with this team, Michelle, outside of Mike McDaniel being what I'm ready to call like a borderline genius. And let's switch it up here for a second. Let's talk about this. Mikey McDaniel. Oh, we're on like a little pet name. It's Mikey. Mikey McDaniel. Okay. The boy whiz. Mm -hmm. You dislike him. I don't, I find him annoying. I don't know what it is. I don't, he just irks me. Let me tell you why I love him. Outside of I actually think he's hilarious, but this guy, for those who don't know, he's a Yale, I believe. He went to Yale. Yeah. Very bright mind, but you got to understand what an advantage teams like the Dolphins and the 49ers have with these young whiz coaches. And if you watch the Dolphins offense, Michelle, prior to them snapping the ball, Mm -hmm. you'll see Tyreek Hill in motion, the running back go in motion. They're able to get so much information from defenses before they even snap the ball in terms of the coverage. Like, oh, it's man, he's following Tyreek. It's zone, this guy's dropping back. There's such a step ahead from like, Here's the other extreme. Like, think about Matt Canada and Pittsburgh's offense. In the mm-hmm. beginning of the year, that was just some old-school bullshit that's outdated in the nicest way. These guys, they're next level. They're they're advancing offenses, and they're advancing the way the NFL's going. And I'm telling you, like, they're a problem. And Mike McDaniel is the, a big piece of why. Okay, so they're a problem. Let's kind of, let's pause there. How did you feel Tua, who is the leader of that team, played this weekend? Mm-hmm. Like, they won the game, don't get me wrong. But did you think something was off? Um, The thing is, I'll be honest, I don't trust Tua. Like, mm-hmm. this bet isn't because I think Tua is going to go out there and light it up. No. I'm, Tua could struggle against the Ravens. It's more a matter of... I think you can run on the Ravens. Mm -hmm. Their run defense isn't great. McCaffrey had some huge holes yesterday. And another thing with this team, according to PFF, which is a very highly respected data source, Baltimore is a really bad tackling team on defense. Mm -hmm. If you miss tackles on Miami, you're getting the peace signs from Tyreek Hill, and he's going for seven you know it's like it's these mistakes are touchdowns against this team so not tackling that well speed Mm -hmm. the miami defense which should get their star safety back i I also factor in too that the ravens played in san francisco so with the time difference on sunday night so or monday night excuse me huge emotional win well a huge emotional win san francisco is undoubtedly a very good tough team so I do think the defense of the Ravens even though they won did get beat up a little bit they always do I do like this bet here how how many units are we taking we're gonna go with a half unit bet for now at the plus three Mm -hmm. and we're gonna see where this one goes because I think it will potentially close one way or another on the other side of the three and I think 
just getting some middle stake right now is good just in case it goes the other way, you know, but definitely keep an eye on the injury report Mm -hmm. because Miami's safety was visibly missed. Like they played really well in that Cowboys game, but the big play to um, CeeDee Lamb and, you know, there's, there's a hole there without him. So with him back, feel really good about them potentially winning that game. And don't forget, Michelle, that's could be for the one seed. Yeah. These teams right now, the Ravens, 12 and 3, Miami 11 and 4. That's really the two horse race for the one seed right now in uh, the AFC. It should be interesting. You know, before we wrap the show, I did want to get some of your intake on this past weekend. I mean, we had a couple games that were surprising. Um, one of them being Kansas City Chiefs, mm. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Kelsey, I mean, just as a whole, that whole team. What are your thoughts here? Ugly loss. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's time to, even taking this information into next season, the Raiders are building some really good pieces on defense. Mm-hmm. Max Crosby's a game wrecker. And... I think that the biggest takeaway for me is to kind of throw some respect toward the Raiders' defense. That was a divisional game, um, and I don't think the the truth is the Chiefs didn't have that much to lose or gain the way that things shook out. Mm -hmm. They're likely going to win their division pretty easily, um, you know, and they weren't going to catch Baltimore in that top spot after their win last night, you know, so... I'm not too panicked. I think playoff Patty and playoff Andy are going to come into. We'll we'll get it together when it's time. And I just won for we have a lot of Philadelphia listeners. How do you think the Eagles played yesterday? How do you think Jalen played yesterday? How do you feel about AJ Brown not giving, not wanting to make any comments after yesterday's game? I. We'll tell you this. I should have jumped on the plus 12 and a half mm-hmm. that opened on the Cardinals. If we did this show yesterday, we would have been on that. Mm-hmm. It was Christmas. We had a day off. Can't beat ourselves up, but it's now at nine and a half, ten and a half is the mm-hmm. best number. So not, I mean, we'll see, but look, the Eagles aren't what they were last year. The defense is definitely not looking like an elite unit. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is missing um, Sean Steichen or whatever for the Colts' new coach. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, look at the turnover difference. Same weapons, same line. The variable that switched is the play caller. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty, to me, obvious, like, what what's going on, but... I, I like like I trust Jalen. You know, when push comes to shove in a playoff game, he's a dog. He's a winner, and we're eleven and four. Yeah, I I don't know if you saw this, but it, it's hard because you don't know what the words that were coming out. You could just read body language. Devonte Smith, who is a very much a team player, like I feel like he's the most unselfish player on that team. It felt like even if they were winning, him and Nick Sirianni, like they were having a couple words, and it did not look positive. So I'm just wondering, is Nick Sirianni uh, a coach that these players 
aren't excited about? Well, I'll tell you one thing. When Nick Sirianni yelled at the Chiefs fans, yeah. you I've said this to you off air. It was one of the most like embarrassing things I've ever seen from like someone in the Eagles organization. They have Super Bowl rings on their finger and you're chirping them about a week 12 win like they could give two shits about. So and you stole it too. It's like I think he's immature, truthfully. And Ooh. I don't I, I just say that from like even at the Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts had to like kind of put him in check at one point. It should be the opposite. Your your coach should be needing to keep your young superstar quarterback in check. And I think that speaks wonders of how important Jalen's maturity yeah. is to the team, you know, that he can kind of overcome um, a little bit of immaturity from the head coach. Absolutely. But so. the Eagles too, Michelle, 11-4, and four, tied. I mean, they're tied with Detroit and San Francisco. They have the easiest schedule remaining of the group. You never know. They could still find a way to uh, be in a really good spot. All right. Well, I'll be looking forward to it. Uh, any other games? You tell me. Take a glance. Those are the ones that I'm betting. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested in the Chiefs teaser this week. They're sitting at seven and a half. Um, it's moving to seven, two, which is interesting. Um, but I was looking for a good pair and couldn't find it. Um. Want to take a quick look at the MVP and futures odds? Not to make you relive. Purdy, yeah, but but before you switch us, who are the Bills playing this week? Ooh, New at at home in Buffalo, mm-hmm. but they struggle with them. They do. That's why I was wondering. Yeah, wait a minute. Twelve points. Hmm. Coming off of a win. Coming off of a nice win. Should they? And Buffalo didn't look great this week. Buffalo's lucky they didn't let their season slip away in that game. Yeah, that was like. Oh, I don't know, though. It's like you almost feel like they get right here and just bury them. I'm not going to touch it. I'm right. not going to touch it. All right, let's look at the futures then. Okay, we'll start with the Super Bowl. All right. Biggest movement is the Chiefs fell. They're at mm. like 9-1. to one. Buffalo, 9-1. to one. They're right there with the Chiefs. I mean, with the Bills. Dallas? 13 to 1. Anything jumping out? The 49ers are the favorite. Plus 225 at Caesars. I don't know. I think Baltimore. I mean, obviously, they, they went up since last week, haven't they? Yep. So they're plus 400. They're now in second. I don't know. I kind of like, I, I think Baltimore has a, a real chance to. Can you bet just to get into the Super Bowl? Is that a prop bet? Yeah. So if we go to the the conference winners, mm-hmm. I'll pull them up right now. It's thinking the same thing. Super Bowl. Okay, here we go. So Baltimore is plus wow. one eighty. But here's the thing: if Miami beats them this week. That's going to smooth that could a lot. Flip, that could completely flip these odds. Or if Baltimore wins, it's going to make them even more of a favorite. Yeah. You like anything there? No. Let's go to the other conference. Minus 110. For San Francisco. For San Francisco. We can Let's end the show on this note. 
We're going to play a little game of um, elimination. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to go to both conferences. Mm-hmm. And we're going to decide if there's any teams that we feel can beat the 49ers. We'll start with. Uh-huh. And then we'll move to the Ravens. And I think... If we, I think that's how you should determine these bets is like, you know, if you feel one of these teams can knock them out at big odds, let's take some shots here. I agree. Let's start with the Philadelphia Eagles. This won't be a popular one, my take on this. Do you feel the Eagles can beat the 49ers in a playoff game? And of course they can, but do you feel they will? I think they will. I do. Wow. I actually do. I think, like you said, Brock Purdy was exposed. I think that they don't have a true quarterback. And I think... Just get, like that. No, I think it gets in their heads. <laughs> okay. I do think it gets in their heads. When the organization is kind of like in shambles, it, it trickles down. Okay, so you you think... Plus 380 sounds not so bad on the no, Eagles. No, I don't think. I don't, and I'm not saying 10 units. I'm saying yeah. 0.25 unit. Not bad. Okay. Do you feel Dallas could beat the 49ers? No. Okay. Detroit? So, yes. Wow. Yeah, I think that they have a, I think they're coming together. I think the pieces are starting to fall. Okay. I would, I would that's one I would lock in. Anything below that? No. So no Rams, Mm-mm. no Bucks, no Seahawks, no, no Packers, no Vikings. Okay. Nope. No Saints. All right. How about you? Oh, this hurts my soul, but I do not think the Eagles are going to beat that team in San Francisco. I don't know that they stand a great shot in Philly, Michelle. Just think it was such a huge discrepancy and not enough is going to change in, in that time. So it's a no for the Eagles. I honestly think Dallas has a better shot, but five to one, six to one, it doesn't it doesn't intrigue me. I don't think Detroit's gonna be able to get it done with the folding chair, and I don't like anyone below it. So you think San Francisco all the way, Michelle? If I could get a plus one fifty or like a plus two hundred on San Francisco to win the NFC, I would empty the clip. I okay. think it like there's very few things that could go wrong. All right. To, so now let's move it back under the same idea with the Ravens. Could Miami beat them? Yeah. Agreed. 0.25 units. I like that. I'm locking that in with you. Um, although that game is in Baltimore, they're dogs. And if they lose and Buffalo wins... Miami could end up letting the division slip still potentially. So it's important to know that before mm-hmm. you bet this, but I um, agree with you. Okay. Chiefs. When you have Patrick Mahomes, anything is possible. Agreed. We're to one. You I know. play a quarter unit to win a full unit. Yeah. I don't hate that. I don't hate that either. Buffalo, I said all along, beat all these teams, including the 49ers. I like, but I, I, I like have too much invested. Yeah. Cleveland? No, anything below that is not. Cleveland, Jacksonville, Houston, Colts, none of it. Oh, my gosh. These are all 20 to 1 or worse. So, yeah, I mean, Cleveland has the defense, but they're going to have to play on the road with Joe Flacco 
over someone like that. So, last one, Jags, Michelle. No shot? No shot. No. Dougie P? No. And Sunshine? Honestly, like, yeah, it looks, uh, it's like a big old stake having the 25 to 1, right? Yeah, right around there. Uh, it, but, uh, honestly, I'm not taking a bite of that. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. Steady Picks Radio, two bets. They'll be posted on the website. The next time we talk, it will be 2024. So, yeah. Have a good week. Great week, everyone.